Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome, man. Thank you. Glad yeah. to be on here. Yeah, me too, man. I was, uh, I was excited to see you sign up on the uh, website. Man, that's so convenient. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anything, make the process go smoother. It's all, I'm all about that. Hell yeah. When, uh, when I first set it up, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get people to start using it. I'll just start talking about it on the uh, podcast. Right. And uh, if somebody hears it, maybe they'll, you know, they can just go there and, and see. And uh, and it started working out well. It's so much easier, especially with people in different time time zones. Yeah. Because I, I think you're, um, you're, in, you're on Central Time. Yeah, I'm the same uh, same state as uh, May, Dead Shot, Mike. So we all play together. Who is it? Oh, May uh, and uh, Airsoft Dead, Dad? Uh, yeah, and Dead Shot as well. Oh, and Deadshot. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So Deadshot, um, he does uh, motorcycles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He does sport bikes, and I saw on yours you do sport bikes as well. Is that? Do you guys ride together sometimes? Um, uh, no. I actually, uh, it's kind of a. I actually crashed my car while saving for my first sport bike. Actually. Um, <sighs> yeah, I just mainly do photography of it. So I've been trying to get him to bring out his bike and go. Shit, I go too. <laughs> nice. Okay. Dude, uh, I saw on your Instagram, man, way, way down. When I scroll way down, you have so many really good pictures of. I appreciate it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's just something I really want to do. I mean, you have all the automotive photographers that dabble into the bikes, but they really don't care for it. You know, Mm -hmm. that's not their thing. So I'm like, let me change the fucking game. Oh, are there kids watching this? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. Let me change the fucking game and do bikes then. Yeah, this is uh so just a brief overview. Uh any kind of language is fine. Okay. Whatever kind of topic we that comes up is fine. I don't I don't care. Okay. Uh, we, yeah, we can talk openly and freely. So, yeah. Hell yeah. And I I probably cuss more than most people that come on here, to be honest. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't try to. It just, you know, it just fucking just, happens. <laughs> exactly. See, <laughs> hell yeah, man. So you're in, uh, so you're over there by Chicago area. Yeah, yeah, I play at the same field as Deadshot. So I play at Paintball Explosion East Dundee. I live about thirty minutes from there, so I'm not really in the Chicago area. Yeah, okay. uh, more of like the suburb area of it. Gotcha. Okay, is that where you're from? Grew up over there? Uh, no, not East Dundee. I actually. Grew up in Lake Zurich. Oh, by the way, don't ever visit that town. It's just I don't like the people there. Um, uh, Lake Zurich, uh, Lake Zurich, Illinois. Do not ever. I'm not a fan of the people there. I worked there after I moved out of there, and it's just I'm like I realize like wow, these are the people I hang out with. These pretentious, sad, spoiled ass motherfuckers. Really? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, is it kind of yeah. a ritzy area? It's, it's they're not like loaded kind of like these areas are loaded, but they're more class. humble. Yeah, yeah, there's like high middle class. You know, you have. Mm. You know, they just act entitled. I'm like, dude, really? I am the one providing the print services and the retail services for you. Why you treat me like shit? <laughs> oh, and they, they talk down to you and treat you like yeah, shit. Yeah, I worked in retail for two years, and I'm telling you, do not ever punish yourself. 
Right. Retail is the type of thing where it should replace the military draft. You should be have to work in retail <laughs> for two years versus going to the military. It's terrible. I absolutely <laughs> hey, do not like it. That is a good. Hey, we should we should adopt that system. I like it. Uh, mm-hmm. Retail and and especially food service retail. Yes. Okay. Yes. Food service is fucking rough, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, I ran um, the only retail I ever did was uh, I ran a GameStop. Down oh, in yeah? South Carolina, the first uh, three years we moved here. So from like 07 to 2010. And, um, you know, I was always a gamer, liked gaming and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, and through a connection up north, um, Cleveland, Ohio, where I'm from, before we moved down here, I was uh, kind of close with the district manager up there. Mm-hmm. So he was, you know, I told him I was moving down here. He's like, oh, I think there's a there might be an opening down in that area. Ended up being like 25 minutes away, 20 minutes away. The uh, store was uh, looking to replace their manager because he was going to go open a new store. I was like, fuck yeah. So uh, I ran that store. It was fun. I got to say, for Mm -hmm. as far as retail goes, it's – and being a manager as you know, with people, it is um, one of the easier ones because people like working there. So yeah. you hardly ever have people calling out, you know, they almost always show up, right? It's uh, very rare for people to call out. Like they like coming in, even if it's not, even if they don't want to work that night, they want to bring back their game and swap it out for a different one. Because right. when you're an employee there, you can uh, you use it like the library. It's like you check out okay. you know, a, a game and bring one back and check another one out. So um, anyway, uh, it was, it wasn't bad. The customers... At Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Now our regulars were fine, but the customers at Christmas time can fuck off. Okay. Yeah. A hundred percent. No, that was with every it doesn't matter if it was Lake Zurich or Hearth and Woods or whatever customer decided to come to Lake Zurich location for Office Depot, right? They were all ninety nine percent of them were either old and didn't give a shit or they were assholes. <laughs> Office yes. Depot, literally the demographic of Office Depot are literally people as old as my grandfather, maybe even Biden. <laughs> and they're losing their shit. Or oh, in Lake Zurich, it's spoiled rich bitches. <laughs> oh, shit. What a terrible combination. <laughs> no, it's like, you have uh, literally, you have 70-year-olds throwing tantrums mm. over an ink that we don't have for their 90-year-old printer. Like, I can't control the <laughs> HP. <laughs> <laughs> continues or discontinues. Uh, <laughs> bro, they don't know how to put it in anyway, okay? No, oh no they don't. God. Oh my god, it's the we, um, worst. We do, uh, you know, I flip houses and, and do, you know, side jobs and shit, like, you know, just basic stuff, you know, remodels and shit. So <laughs> we're doing a side job about three weeks ago, and uh, it was this uh, older lady. Uh, by herself she's uh, probably late 70s okay um very coherent very aware very you know just really cool mm-hmm. to be honest uh, i think i mentioned on one of the other podcasts where when we got there man she had coffee made with all these different creamers and shit she had like pastries that she bought from the store you know like more uh, breakfast stuff mm-hmm. and super nice man um but she asked us to help her with her computer while we were there uh, and her printer, it wasn't printing. And right. I said, the first thing I said was, I think you're out of ink. Oh, I just bought it. And I've heard that mm-hmm. before yep. from so mm-hmm. many people that I've helped with their computers. Mm-hmm. No, I just bought it. Yeah, you bought it like eight months ago or a year ago. And you probably used it twice 
but it dries up. I mean, it, or maybe you bought it two years ago. I don't know. But you use it way more than you think. And especially mm-hmm. the ones that come with the printer, they're like the smaller. Yeah, they're only they're the same size cartridge, but they only from the factory they only film about twenty five percent of the way. You only get about fifty pages on it. So That's I know right. all this useless fucking shit from a retail <laughs> job I worked for two years, and uh-huh. it's like I literally Quinn went to the company my dad was working at. I work in pharmaceuticals now, but I work oh, in uh, the clinical trials division. So we're all about uh, helping people get that bottle of hope they tried everything and either it doesn't work or it works but their quality of life isn't that great so yeah we do the we provide that bottle of hope for them i work in the warehouse but i did work in the rooms with the labeling and all that but gotcha yeah that's a big job right now man you know Mm -hmm. people don't realize how how much is involved with uh, no they don't (laughs) you know that goes on i know there's a there's always this you know negative talk about big pharma and shit like that. Right. Which I understand that, you know, yeah, I do too. <laughs> there, you know, two things can be true. They, there can be some bad shit going on with that yes. mm-hmm. uh, and bad intentions, you know, or greediness. I, I get it. But there's also, dude, do you realize, do I think people don't realize how, uh, how, how great it is that we it have great, good yeah. medicine. Like mm-hmm. think about, think about this. And this is something I think about every time I take it. I don't know why it pops in my head, but, uh, every time I need to take Motrin, right, like ibuprofen, something as simple as that, something as wide, widely used right. and, you know, freely accessible and uh, very cheap to buy, okay, it's like a fucking miracle drug for me anyway. Mm-hmm. It, it works on like when I have any kind of ache or pain or whatever uh, or if I tweak my shoulder or my back at work, I'll take that uh, in the morning. It lasts most, you know, certainly until past right. lunch. It yeah. doesn't – react to it doesn't matter whatever you take whatever kind of medicine you take whatever kind of like uh stuff you drink if you want to you mm-hmm. know energy drink like whatever you put into your body you can still take motrin yeah and it works and it now how much time and effort money and trials had to go into getting this recipe just right to be like that like what seems like too many yeah <laughs> yeah like it, it took a lot of a, a lot of money and people like smart people figuring this shit out to uh to get it to where it's at and that's just one thing and all these different you know drugs that are out there that right. help people um so there there is some shadiness going on there is some yeah there is sure. like the with the big tobacco industry especially oh. um yeah, That's crazy. No, it's like they trying to hide and say, "Oh, this is not the truth." But we all know big tobacco is in bed with the FDA. Well, parts of the FDA, and right. then there it's a it's a circle. So it's like a an evil love triangle, an evil trifecta, if you must. <laughs> and it's like. How dare you use tobacco, trifecta name? I'm in there, sorry. Okay? No, that's what they. <laughs> no, so it's big tobacco goes yeah. to the FDA, and then the FDA goes to the corrupt portion of big pharma. And it's just a big circle. And mm-hmm. so now that we have vaporizers coming out, um, I still think that terribly. I quit the vaping recently. So I actually found that the cigarettes were actually uh, less harmful than the vaping, which you would think is actually the opposite way around. But yeah. everybody's using those uh, disposables from China, those mm-hmm. LPRs and everything like that. So it's defeating the purpose. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish. 
the future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. So what is, uh, I haven't heard anything about the vapes. What's, um, so we're starting to find out now that, uh, e-cigarettes are a little more dangerous than cigarettes. And I've actually watched McCall actually had a little more negative effects. So I'll smoke Mm. a cigarette, right? Or I'll use my dab pen here, right? Yeah. I'll, I won't cough after vape. I won't go, but after the e-cigarettes, I will, but then I'll light up a cigarette and that doesn't happen. So I wonder what's actually in the vaporizers now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Back when I started smoking and I switched over to e-cigarettes, it was a lot safer. But now we don't know what's being put in the shit now. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, like I so gotta quit wild. that shit. And as soon as I quit the disposables, that's I'm all fine and dandy now. My lungs really? are okay and everything. I'm able to go on walks and runs. I'm able to do shit without uh-huh. having to stop. Like it's like people are smoking a pack a day it's like after like five minutes of doing something they're like (gasps) and that's what i found out like i'll be i was actually playing speedball actually i play paintball too as well as airsoft um i I, I really like that because Mm -hmm. um i love having people on here that are uh that are you know do both yeah yeah and i was just playing speedball i was playing x-ball at uh paintball explosion they just got their indoor field back and after every point, I was just like, I was vaping. I'm like, oh, I got to quit that shit now, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. No. So it's like after every point, I was just like, I couldn't. I had to stay up for two points. I was trying to catch my breath. I'm like, I can't do this. Uh, You know? Yeah. And yeah, that's, uh, I've never, I tried the vape thing once. And um, I, it felt like I was trying to, you know, when you walk into a mm-hmm. sauna. And it's really fucking hot and steamy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you try to breathe in that steam and it fucking just instantly wants to make it one, make, you know, made me want to cough like instantly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was like, bro, it's, it doesn't feel any better no, than no. a cigarette. It doesn't uh, taste any. Well, I guess the taste. It does taste better. Flavors. It does taste yeah. better. I smoked the Marlboro Red. I'm like, ugh. Did I used to smoke these? <laughs> ugh. Ugh. Bro, when I was in the core, we used to smoke, when I was in the Okinawa, we used to smoke, mm-hmm. um, Camel unfiltered. <laughs> Ew, okay. Gross. Oh, Bro. God. Yeah. Mm-mm. I was just telling this to somebody um, not long ago. Uh, Hannah, actually, out in uh, okay. Cali. Uh, I, I made that comment, and I and <clears> she was laughing. She's like, oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And if you switched to filtered cigarettes after that, you were a fucking pussy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I've always smoked filtered cigarettes. I never smoked an unfiltered cigarette. Yeah. Unfiltered I had was a cigar. So... Mm. Um, My son, he loves cigars. I don't smoke cigars too much, you know, special okay. occasions. But yeah, so my favorite uh, right now. So I actually tried a real Cuban, actually. Oh, nice! A real Monte Cristo Cuban cigar. Yeah. So my buddy's uh, dad, he goes to Mexico for some business trips, right? And uh-huh. so he always goes, um, gets the. You can get the Cuban cigars in Mexico, like, and 
he brings him back. Yeah. And they have the tax stamp on them, so you know they're not fake Cubans. They're actually legit. Oh, yeah. And I, they're little, they're little tiny guys. They're probably about yay long, right? And maybe oh, like really? a two, like they're like this this gauge, right? Oh. But they burn slow for being a tiny little cigarillo. Really? They burn tiny. They burn I don't slow. Know why I was thinking. I thought the original, like the Cuban cigars, were the giant, you know, fat things. Or whatever. It depends. So that's most cigars, but it's like yeah. this ones were little tiny ones, but they burn for about. Was uh, it smooth? Very. It was the best tasting tobacco I've actually ever had. Really? Mm-hmm. And I've had some really nice cigars. I've had some Cohibas, uh, Macanudos, Acids, Drew Estates. I've had a lot of them, and this was way different experience. That's cool. And it I was, definitely don't know anything about... No bad aftertaste <laughs> either. No, Those are all cigar brands, like Cohiba and Acid. Those are all brands of cigars. Like I try them all, or, and... Yeah. The Monte Cristo Cuban cigar did not have a bad aftertaste or anything. Mm. I'm like, and I was able to pair it with like a nice iced tea lemonade. I'm like, <laughs> it's the best. Right. Hell yeah. So how did you get into uh, photography with, um, and then I guess you were probably taking pictures, I'm guessing, first. And then you went, yeah. uh, oh, I like motorcycles. I want to take pictures of those. Yeah, so it started off, so I took a intro to photography class. I was actually at community college, so I had a couple of photography classes lined up as part of a degree I was doing for graphic arts and design and stuff like that. And so my aunt actually let me use her Nikon camera. She had a nice, uh, it's a D3300, a little tiny guy, DSLR camera, but it was really nice. And so I just started getting into it. I'm like, oh, well, if I bought my own, I bought a $100 DSLR off my buddy who didn't need his anymore. And I just... Excuse me, I just started using that. I started practicing with it, getting better with it. Then I would upgrade the cameras and stuff like that. Um, I started mostly of cars and stuff like that, but, mm. you know, that scene is just getting more and more toxic every day, man. I just like, you know what, I'm going to try something else. The cars? You know? The car scene is getting really toxic. Like how? Like I was just how? a lot, I'm, like, I'm people, oblivious. so... People, it's not like it used to be. It's not like the whole Fast and Furious car scene with meetups and everything like that. It's You literally have 17-year-olds and 16-year-olds with riced-out freaking clapped-out <laughs> cars, and they're fighting each other instead of talking about their builds or anything. They're just mean-mugging each other, throwing fist fights. You have people, random as girls twerking in the parking lot. I'm like, what the hell is going <laughs> on? I mean, what well, happened to the scene? Like, it got so, like, bad. Like, we're fighting... Instead of appreciating each other's builds. Now, is it like a... Do they it's just like, stick with like a fair fight? Like just two guys, you know, or, you know, and they're just duking uh, it out? No, there's that. Like, and then there's... Like, it's literally like a dick size contest. Like, whose dick is bigger? bigger? And then it gets out of <laughs> hand. It's always been. And it's like... Then you have these takeovers and people are dying from getting hit by cars during these takeovers. Like H2OI last year like two people died what are you talking about so a takeover is where you have a bunch of idiots in their cars and they just go and block streets and everything like that and if you look at if you look up a event called h2oi that's what a takeover is and two people died last year because they got hit by a car yep it's vehicle related injuries yeah yeah and h2 h2oi so h2oi yeah, it's it's not good for the car community. It's been making everything look bad, but I've been out of the car scene for years. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. It's just stupid. I don't want to be around idiots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that's weird. I'm probably going to trigger a lot of people when the podcast gets uploaded, but I don't give two shits. I could give a rat's ass less. Oh, I doubt <laughs> it, man. I mean, I mean, are there, I don't know. Like, do the, like, you didn't say anything bad about it. You just said, no, it's, I just, like, you didn't make it bad. You didn't, you know, this is the, this, you're just telling what's going on. Some people may not like that, but I don't care. It's USA. It's a free country. Fuck, Everybody has their own opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you don't like being around, most people don't like being around that environment. Right. Like, who wants to be around that kind of shit if it's if it's really, you know, negative constantly? Um, right. It's just you know, people who are oblivious and they don't see it. They'll be like, "Oh, there's no such thing as that." No. Look around oh, you. Wow. Take a step back. Take a step back. Yeah. Now with the. Uh, so you were into the car stuff, and then you got out of that because of all that bullshit going on. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? And I'm going to try something different. I'll try bikes. You know, I've always kind of liked them ever since I was a little kid and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, where? what was your first bike that you took a picture of, and how did you uh, – oh. somebody you knew? Um, yeah, it was – actually, no. I just started taking randomly at car meets. I would just focus on the bikes and stuff like that. Moreover, you know, it's – oh, the first bike. Oh, it's – Oh man, that's uh Is it on your Insta? Yeah, I don't know actually. I think it was actually you. it was actually on my Insta. I think it was um little really, really scroll down. Uh, it's really, really down there. Um <laughs> might really have been a, down there. Uh, might have been something from Supercar Saturday. It might have been like a, a Jixer or something. Like that. I don't remember. Oh Bro. man. You've it's got like a all the motorcycle pictures. Yeah, yeah. Shit. It's all all photos I took, and you can see the progression from when I first started to now too. So that's the nice thing about it. I, I didn't delete all my old yet. work. Yeah, no, I didn't delete all my work, so people can see the progression if they really sure. have time to scroll down that far. You know, right? Well, we're gonna get to the bottom of this. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it up on the screen. <laughs> we're gonna get to the bottom of this oh page. God. Okay, literally. <laughs> Oh shit, dude! So what did you do? I think it was I think it was a CBR one thousand. Actually, I don't remember. Oh, what I do today? Oh, I just I literally went to I went to Mirror Tactical get myself some BBs and a new battery and a charger because I left my shit charging overnight. (laughs) I'm lucky. Yeah, so um, I left my battery charging overnight. It bloated. (laughs) The battery bloated. So I had. Oh, you don't have a smart charger. No, I just got one today. I had oh, I had a okay, smart okay. charger. It came with my uh I bought a Polar Star Jack for my one of my other builds and it came with a an HPA uh charger, but it was in a yeah. Cyclops, so it didn't have like the percentage readout or anything or what volt it was at. It just had uh, the red to blue light. And it was okay, it was working, it was better than what I had before. But and I'm like, okay, now my battery bloated off of that, so let me get the Valken charger. <laughs> yeah, and I got and I got the Valken charger and the eleven point one. Yeah, and then I got the uh eleven point one stick battery for my SSG one and I got some point three two gram BBs. Oh nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect, dude. Yeah, I, see I don't when we got into well when, when these guys got into the airsoft scene, when I got involved or you mm-hmm. know, started learning about it when you know from them, they uh they already had smart chargers. Right. So mm-hmm. they would I actually had you know a lot of tools and stuff in here. I used to work on other guns and stuff. And right. I had like a charging station set up a big, big strip over here with mm-hmm. you know, a couple different chargers. So, um, I just assumed that that was a normal thing. Um, right. because you know, most things we charge up, you know, I, I mm-hmm. with, uh, tools, you can see my 
actually my DeWalt battery's charging right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, all those things are kind of like smart chargers. You don't, you can just leave them on there forever, whatever. Right. They just stop, you know, they don't overheat or anything. So I didn't know that was a, a real thing. I've heard of it here and there, but I didn't, not really. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I guess I didn't know that, uh, that, uh, they still, people still had those around. So will it, will it, um, it swells your battery up and then it's ruined basically. Yeah. So if you overcharge your battery, it swells up and then, yeah, it's about it. Really. That's, you can't use it. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be around that thing when it doesn't. No, no. So it's literally just outside on the concrete in my, on my front porch <laughs> right now, away from anything that can catch fire. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that was, uh, so that was actually my, uh, that was my buddy Eric's old 350Z. He sold that. Dude, this is your very first post on Instagram. Yeah, it's my very first, uh, yeah. This is April of 2017. Yeah, Florida. yeah. That was my coworker. So we were actually in the lot of my, uh, old workplace. It was a rock and jump trampoline park. Oh, nice. And yeah. So I worked there for five consecutive years. You know what consecutive means? It means one right after the motherfucking other. <laughs> <laughs> That's not uh, my baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you loved it there. Yeah, no, it was good for five years. It's a good five years there. So it was actually not consecutive. I was just making a Cat Williams joke. It was uh, four years that. consecutive. Then I skipped a month, right, a month or two, and then I went back because I worked at a movie theater for a couple months. And then oh, okay. some shit happened. They thought I was short. Uh, was my drawers were short and stuff like that, and they kept writing oh, me Jesus. up. And so I'm like, fuck you. I'm out of here. Yeah, I actually whatchamacallit, because I was mad that I had to work during a car meet, right? It was a mm. bike meet as well, so I just whatchamacallit, I ate something bad before I came and I went in, I'm like, oh crap, I don't feel good. Went to the bathroom <laughs> for like a good 15 minutes. I look, yeah. I'm like, look, I'm working sessions today. I have to call, I have to go now. I'm not having, I'm having stomach issues. Yeah. And they're like, okay, yeah, um, Go ahead. I just went to the car meet straight after that. And I knowingly packed my shit <laughs> the day of. <laughs> oh, shit. Because I was just sick of that. Like, I was sick of that. Like, they, I got written up twice for a, sh- uh, a short drawer, which I made sure that it wasn't short. So someone oh, yeah, that, was doing that shit happens. on purpose. That happens. I mean, <clears throat> it, you know, I worked, uh, like I said, it worked retail. Uh, it just, you know, we, we've had it happen. It's whatever. Right. Um, this was a movie theater. It's one of the Cinemark movie theaters. So it's I was like, gonna say, I worked in a movie theater after I got in the military. Did you, um, did you have to clean up in the, uh, in the theaters after movies so, in between? So our, so it really depend on the role that you had for the day, actually. So some days you were usher, some yeah. days you were concessions, some days you were cashier. Right. And then. I was cashier when I actually quit on whatchamacallit. They they wrote me up twice for a short drawer, but I made sure I yeah. counted every dollar carefully. I made sure I counted every dollar carefully. Yeah. And they said, oh, yeah, you're short. I'm like, how can that be? I made sure I was careful. And I made sure no bills were sticking and everything right. like that. They're like, oh, no. And they didn't give me an answer. They're like, oh, you're short. We're writing you up. Oh, hell no. Uh-huh. And so – yeah, there was this one employee there that if you got on his bad side, he would do anything to make sure you got fired. Yeah. I think, and it was really easy to get on his bad side. He wouldn't even tell you. He just whatever. And I think I did get on his bad side without knowing. Yeah, I don't like people like that, man. 
Yeah, so some people are him. just too weird and maybe sensitive or too uh, they're they take it too serious or something. Like it was like one of those pretentious kids. It was one of those yeah. pretentious kids whose daddy had money. Oh Jesus, that's who it was. And his dad made him get a job, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And so well, I don't think he liked anybody. And did you ever find anything crazy when you're when you're cleaning up the uh, the aisles in the movie theaters? No, but I found a. Um, it was a different type of. I actually found an e-cigarette, not in the aisles, but like right in front of the door. Right. Yeah. It's called a Miley, and you had different pods for the different. It was like a jewel type device, but it's supposed to yeah. be better than a jewel. I still actually have my jewel right here <laughs> when yeah, I used to a- use it. I don't use it anymore. That can cause cancer and shit now. But like, uh, okay, jewels are jewels owned by Big Tobacco. Don't buy them. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it was kind of like that type of device. And it's like, cool. And it still worked. And there was still juice in the pod. Huh. Took some alcohol to it. Yeah. Right? Cleaned it up, disinfected, started using it. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, when I worked in a... When I worked in a theater, let's see, I found a dirty baby diaper. Okay. No deal. <laughs> uh, a used condom. Ew. <laughs> and the worst one... Was a pile of shit. A pile of shit? Like, literally, like somebody took a shit in the fucking theater on the floor at the end of the aisle, like towards the wall. That's disgusting. At the top, on the fucking floor by the step. Probably some stupid ass fucking kid thinking he was funny. Oh, look at me. I'm (laughs) in the shit in the corner. It's probably a disgruntled employee, okay? Oh, the one guy. Like, I'm gonna shit in this motherfucker. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see these. Uh, so I I scrolled now all the way down. These are your. So yeah, it's literally just pictures. these are all just photos I took when I was uh, watching my call at like school and stuff like that. You know, like this. Yeah. That, that challenger was actually when my sister's softball game. She actually was at the. Uh, whatchamacallit, she played softball for the high school. So that challenger, that uh, third one, that was actually at the high school parking lot, actually. Oh, okay. So these are all terrible. So I'm sorry for anybody who has to see these terrible photos. <laughs> <laughs> They're all garbage, we'll, dude. We'll apologize now. We'll put a disclaimer up saying... Disclaimer. Uh, carbon hey, um, terrible photos. You know, or a, NSFW. A warning, a warning, NSFW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just be prepared for bad yeah, that's picture, my okay? that's my little camera right there. That was my very first camera. That's cool. Yeah, that was my very I got it for a hundred bucks. Dude, that's awesome. And I thought it was a shit. It is. I mean, to me, it is. I, dude, I've used my phone since the day we started our YouTube channel. Oh my channel. god, my I never camera got a, is. I never got a camera. My camera is all the way somewhere. I don't want to go and grab it. I have a Sony A7R. So I have. Oh, nice. I've heard nice of that shit. One. It's it's insane, dude. Bro, this uh, this TK. Is that, that was my that's actually my that was my old uh Instagram name actually. So that was my initials actually. Yeah. So that was before I changed the name and everything like that, you know. I created all both my watermarks I have both my stamps I create on uh Illustrator. So Yeah. I actually have the, the I had the knowledge. I don't really do much with Illustrator anymore. I have the knowledge to create stuff. Yeah, and I actually recently did it with my. Um, I actually have a patch design I had coming up. Um, I actually am waiting for the guy to send me the sample mm. right now. 
and it yeah, would be I, like I, something something like that. No, no, it was actually like an actual patch patch for airsoft and paintball and stuff like that. I actually designed it just in Photoshop on my own. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna see what I can do. Hell yeah! And first try, you know, I did it. These are good pictures. I think they're good pictures. Yeah, I got some help from some other photographers, so they weren't as bad as if someone who was first starting. So somebody recently told me the uh, man. What is <laughs> I forget what he said, but to film he does he films short promo videos for cars, okay, for people's cars, okay. same type of thing, right? It's pictures and stuff. And he said the um, the twilight hour or something, the golden hour, the golden yeah. hour, what the is, golden what is hour. That? So the golden hour is kind of like sunset, basically, like yeah. <clears throat> right. As the sun's about to set to sunset. So they call it the golden hour because you have a golden orangey uh, hue to your photos. Mm. Actually, I think if you scroll up, um, I have some golden hour photos. I was going to say, you might, because I saw yeah, like the that... Supra, the Supra right there. Yeah, the Supra. That's golden hour. So yeah. you get that type of, um, you get that type of feel to it. Yeah. So that was actually at the in the parking lot of the community college I went to. So I'm like, someone's driving a Mark four at Harper. Dude, that looks badass. It's an automatic. So it's not really that all that special. Oh, what a disappointment. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> it's still nice. Nonetheless, it's still a, a target top Supra. Yeah. It still looks nice. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like those, uh, you know, the Mustangs where yeah. um, mm-hmm. the, you see the, one and it looks badass. But and it sounds you, like a, you hear a V6. it go, and it's like, it's oh, it's a fucking four cylinder, what? Or a V, or a six cylinder, a six cylinder. Yeah, get out <laughs> those, of here, bro. Those EcoBoost four cylinders can move, though. <laughs> you can get about six hundred horsepower out of them. I mean, that's impressive, mm-hmm. but they just don't have that Mustang sound. No, know? they don't. It's terrible. The, it sounds like more of a. No, it doesn't have that. That's a good picture. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> it's not the best angle. I could have been more straight, like. Or like directly in front of it, but yeah, Ferraris, yep, mm-hmm. paddle shifters, man, these are cool. So you go to um, these car shows? Yeah, or... I used to go to a lot of them. It's more bike stuff now, but right, <clears throat> I used to go to these, what are these uh, car meets? You said yeah, like car meets or cars and coffee and stuff like that. Gotcha. Now this, I think this is the first motorcycle I've seen so far. Yes, that's the Ruckus. Yes, that was the one, Whoa. Honda Ruckus. That was my buddy Harrison. So that was my first attempt at a bike photo. So obviously yeah. you can see that I could have been more centered with it. My framing wasn't all there. So that's literally cool that's literally though. it. I don't think I've ever seen one like that. Yeah, Honda. That's well, that's a scooter. So that's okay. a street legal um, fifty or. Uh, was it Rucka? A Ruckus? I forgot what it is, but it's I think it's a fifty cc. Gotcha. Um, you can literally you don't need a license for those. You can just drive them on the street right. with a regular driver's mm-hmm. license because it's under a hundred. In yeah, Illinois, right, it's right. a in Illinois it's a hundred twenty five cc. I don't know how it is in North Carolina or wherever. I'm in South Carolina. South uh, Carolina. Sorry. I think it's up there because mm-hmm. people drive. They have scooters. They have. Um, Four wheelers, they have three wheelers, they've got quads. Yeah, that mm-hmm. um, they zoom up and down the roads all day, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah, it's I don't, I'm not sure, and they've got some pretty big ones, but um, yeah, I know here you need um, 
If you want to ride uh, 250 cc's or higher, you need an M class. If you want to ride up to 150 cc's, you need an L class. So L class is scooter. Okay. M class is motorcycle. I have an M class. Okay. Yeah, these are good, man. Damn, you got a lot of pictures. Yeah, I got a lot. So, I mean, the cool thing is, though, yeah, but it's not. Oh, there's a sec. There's a second bike right there. The red CX6. There you go. That was handheld. I didn't use a tripod for that. Okay. And that was at night. Oh, that's cool. So I know both those guys and those two. So the guy who owns the yellow, who owned the yellow CBR back there, yeah, hates. Is not a is not like the guy who owns the red one. So I don't know what the deal is, but oh shit! Uh, what they do? Race? They race no. for uh, slips? Yeah, they did. No, no, it wasn't that yeah. some stupid shit. I don't get into. I'm like, <laughs> whatever. I'm not going to get into it. But <laughs> it's not not my business, you know. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's a good picture, bro. I like that. Yeah, that was handheld too. That's the same meat as the red one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I just okay. here and there experimented. I was kind of like those automotive photographers just experimented with bikes. That's a Ninja 650. I want yeah. one of those. Uh, I experimented with it. I'm like, you know what? We'll try that. We'll see how it goes. Yep. $12.99 Panigale. I mean, those Ducatis just look like a fucking racing bike. I mean, they, they are. are. Yeah. They mm-hmm. really are. Even the ones that aren't, look it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hell yeah, dude. Okay, so you you really enjoy it. Now, do you still do this? I do bikes. Yeah, I still do bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's off season right now, so right. Yeah, and you can just cold. see the you can just see the progression. You know, yeah, you can just see the progression. Exactly. Look at this one. <clears throat> that's an MT. Uh, that's an FZ09 with some uh, Pred tires on it. So more like off roading style tires. Right. Hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, see, this is like a touring. That's a, like a that's a naked bike. That's a CB five hundred or crossover five hundred. Yeah, it's like a oh, okay a standard bike. They call that. Yeah. <clears throat> Whoa! What is this? That's a Harley. So I forgot which one that is, but that's a Harley Davidson. Yeah, it's a custom bagger. That guy's got so much money put into it. It's just black and green. It's my favorite favorite colorway. Like that would be the Harley I would buy. <laughs> yeah. It does if I own cool. one. Hell yeah. <laughs> so how do you go from all this motorcycle stuff into uh into airsoft? Were you playing so, did you ever play airsoft before you were doing the motorcycle stuff? No, I actually did not. So airsoft, this is actually my first year playing airsoft. That was more of a paintballer and stuff like that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you were mm-hmm. paintball. Yeah, and then I'm like, God, let me try airsoft. I know it's like I was at the field one day for um, a Toys for Tots paintball event, and I just parked my stuff there. I totally forgot that Airsoft shared the same day as us. I thought it was big game for paintball. Like, they close out the park for anybody else but the big game, right? Uh, and I didn't know Airsoft was playing, so I parked my stuff in one of the spots, and they're like, they were they were there, and I was talking to a couple of them, you know. And they were asking me how, how it worked and everything like that. I'm like, oh, it's similar, except if you get hit, you're out. And you wait until the game's called. And I explained it to them, and I showed them what it was. Because I was playing magazine-fed paintball. So I loaded my oh, paintballs into a mag. What? And you, yep. Oh, it's, oh, my 
stuff's all the way over there. Now you, right. now I saw on your Instagram you had uh, some some videos and, uh, or no, was it your YouTube? No, Instagram, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have some videos of uh, playing paintball. Yeah, I have uh, some been... speedball, and I have yeah, some hot, speedball. and I and I have some magfed videos up there as well too. Okay. I own. Uh, my MagFed marker. I used to own pistols. I owned a little of everything. I had AR style MagFed. I have this one right now. I had pistols. Um, I have the EMF 100 by Planet Eclipse. So that is the end all be all for MagFed. You, if you buy that, what you won't it? need it. It's a it's a magazine fed paintball. So you load your paintballs into the magazine. Um, right. Yeah, it's what, the end what, all uh, be all. What kind of gun is it? Or what, um, what did you say it was? It's called a, the EMF 100. Oh. So it's the end all be all. If you buy really? that, you won't need anything else from Agfit. That's it. <laughs> really? Yep. It's like the best one out there. Yep. Most reliable. I literally don't have to maintain it, and it shoots. <laughs> what? Yeah, I just leave it, you know? It can get dirty and everything like that. I just pull the trigger, it shoots, you know, as long as it's there. Huh. Yeah. But yeah, so I transition. Yeah, and so they're telling me, hey, you should try Airsoft sometime, you know? Like, we... Like, oh, come on, come play Airsoft, come play Airsoft, you know? And, you know, there's always a misconception that Airsoft's toxic, which is not at all, dude. Yeah, All the people I play with, it's not toxic at all. Yeah. It's not, dude. I don't know why people say it's, why there's beef between the two industries. There shouldn't be. You know, we should all get along. And I'm that guy to say, hey, we should both get along. It's not bad. (laughs) Yeah, well, you've been on both sides. Yeah. Like... And, and I, yeah, I don't understand that either. I don't, I don't know why there's beef. It's like, then I like literally, I was just like emptying out the rest of my paint one time with my speedball gun, one of my very first ones. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go, you know, I'm just like whatever. I have extra paint. I don't want it to sit. Yeah. I might not come. It's expensive, so I'm just gonna whatever. So I'm just dumping it, right? Right. And one of the, one of the airsofters come up and they ask me all that. I'm like, yeah, if you want to try, I just ran out of paint, but you can dry fire if you like. And they tried it, and they dry fired it, and they let and I, they actually had an average uh, sniper rifle, and they let me try that, and I thought that was pretty cool. You know, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I'm like, oh, this is cool, and it's like, huh, you know, because I was under the conception at the time that airsofts were toxic. I'm like, this just totally changed my opinion. <laughs> and you know, nice. it's like one thing for me that was keeping me from airsoft because I wanted to build a pistol up, right, a high kappa, before I got to playing because I wanted to be. Whatever, you know. I wanted to run off my air tank. I didn't want to have to keep buying bottles of green gas or anything like that. I wanted to build it. So my only problem was, oh, it's so expensive to get into airsoft. I just paid four hundred bucks for my speedball gun and that's it. Like right. I see people out there with like eight hundred nine hundred dollar AEGs and polar stars and everything. I'm like, oh Dude, my god, that's expensive. For real. Yeah, and so my polar star, I just took a VFC Avalon, just bought a jack and just dropped it in. That's really yes. it. I didn't know it was that cheap to do it. <laughs> Nice. And so I was under the impression, oh, it's going to cost so much. And I just finally decided to bite the bullet, buy a high cap. Well, I bought two of them. I bought a WeTech, uh, um, I forgot what it was, but it was a split slide. And I bought the Tokyo Marui. Mm. And I ended up selling the WeTech, giving it to one of my buddies. But then he moved out of state, so we don't play. Yeah. So I just kept the Tokyo Marui, and I just built it up. And I played my first day of Airsoft, and... Like before, it was no problems, no nothing. You know, it was fun. Right. And I noticed it's cheaper, too, than PayPal. Fuck way yeah, cheaper. Bro. Way cheaper. Once you, get, so, once you get your gear, 
but then yeah. the babies are cheap as fuck. Yeah, and I already had a plate carrier and a battle belt and mag pouches that came with plastic inserts and stuff. I could right. just remove them or reinsert them depending if I was running my T-15 or an Airsoft AG or pistol with uh, M4 mags, whatever, or my MG-100. Yeah. I just really take the inserts out or put them back in. That's it. So I already had some gear, and I already had a paintball mask, so you can kind of call me a... Uh, a mill speed softer, if you want yeah. mill speed, speed sim, whatever. I do both. Right. You know, I play more like open play, but with paintball mask, basically, in a mm-hmm. SSG one. But <laughs> nice. that's mostly because I don't want my teeth to get shattered from a sniper. Fuck. Because of shit. all the because I I was a big drinker, so my teeth are not the best right now. My my dental uh, hygiene is not there. So if I yeah. I don't know if someone decides to shoot a little hot and they shoot me. In the face with mesh, my teeth might shatter. Yeah. So that's why I wear a full face paintball mask for the most part. It's not to be speed soft. Don't wear full, full face cover. I don't know. I mean, I guess it has to do with like if they're trying to use an optic, that paintball mask does get in the way unless you have a sight riser. I do True. attest to that. You know, I can't. I have to really tuck in and down the side if I really want to use a an AG with a stock on it. If I don't have a drop stock or nothing. Yeah. I can test to it. It's harder to aim down the site with a paintball mask, but I also was just running pistol at the time, so I didn't need that or have to yeah, worry about it. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can see why. But for me, it's mostly because I was an alcoholic and I actually just got six months sober, but um, it's just, oh, sure. I don't want my teeth to shatter man. because I would just drink, 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 and I wouldn't care about my dental hygiene or anything like that. Gotcha. So the full face paintball mask prevents my teeth from shattering and getting whatever. For sure. Mm-hmm. Well, how did you? When did you start drinking? When you were young? Oh, no, I started teenager. I was like everybody, like I was like eighteen. I oh, I want to have a beer. I want to try yeah. beer, you know. But um, it just runs in the family and stuff like that. Mm. Um, alcoholism, addicts, everything like that. It just runs. Well, when in you the started family. drinking, when it turned into like, it turned into a like problem. It, it progressed into a problem when I crashed my car because now uh, I don't have a car. I'm like, I can afford to drink because I don't have to drive. Yeah. And so it's just like whatever. I'll have a beer or so, whatever it is, you know. Right. And it just got it got crazy. Yeah, I have a friend that um, uh, not long ago, well, in the last couple of years, had uh, had some bad stuff happen with his, mm-hmm. his family and stuff, and then uh, like a couple things in a in a row. He was already a drinker, and right. then. Uh, he was out of work and then some things happened with his family. And then, uh, and then like he just ramped up his drinking. And yeah. I overslept and... a few times. Actually. I almost missed my, I miss, I almost missed my shift on occasions. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is a thing, you know, I mean, granted when I also crashed my car, I was also working at office depot. So I was working night shifts, which oh, shit. I was working through it all from the start of the pandemic to the end. I was starting it. And you know, it's like the yeah. few customers we did get, we're not appreciative that we were there risking right. our lives. They were coming without masks. They were getting close to our face. I'm like, dude, get Jesus. the fuck. Step back, bro. One bitch, one bitch was actually, <laughs> she was, oh my God, she was this fucking entitled piece of shit. And we saw her probably a few months later fucking whipped, right? She was wearing a mask and stuff, all pissy and pissy and pissy because this bitch, karma got to her. She oh, came in the store. She ran in our stuff. They're going, <clears throat> running all over the place and she's like oh these masks don't work oh my god and she started doing her political rants and shit like that i'm like whatever and 
the coworker who she was ranting at was immunocompromised, so she has to wear a mask, you know? Yeah. I'm like, look, my coworker is immunocompromised. You can't be bashing her like that. Yeah. And she just shuts up after that, and she's like, whatever, they don't work, and leaves. Well, then the I see her masks don't work, but, I mean, well, not it's... for viruses, yeah. It's... Right, but whatever mask she was wearing, she's right. like, oh, those I mean, don't work. For, she don't have to be rude, yeah. Right, yeah, it's like, oh, whatever floats your boat, you can believe whatever you want. And she comes <laughs> in, well, like, a few months later, with her kid or whatever, wearing a mask, all, you know, oh, upset. Jesus. I'm like, ha, that's what you get, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Now, so this is still when you were uh, when I was in reach, and it kind of came to a head, and yeah, uh, no, it's like watch my call. I was working night shifts and stuff like that, so like three thirty, so I could afford the hangover because I could sleep in if I wanted sure, to. Sure, yeah, so I could afford it, you know. But mm-hmm. there was one time where I was at a concert, it was my first and only concert, right? Probably my only concert ever because I might relapse, you know. Not gonna lie, you've only been, been, been to one one concert. Yes, before COVID, it was in November 2019. Oh shit! What was it? Uh, it was a uh, Word Alive, Our Last Night, I See Stars, and Ashland. So it was kind of like punk, uh, post hardcore rock. Nice. I ended up getting absolutely faded that night. <laughs> it was a Sunday night. It was a Sunday yeah. night, and it was yeah. four of my favorite bands, right? Because I was only told, it's, "Oh, it's Our Last Night." I'm like, "Oh, I listened to them. I'll go see them." But then I found out that these three bands were opening for them, I'm like. I see stars, the word alive. I'm like, those are two bands I listen to as well. Yeah. I actually got to do a little meet and greet with the lead singer of the word alive tell. Oh, shit. and I told him what happened. He's like, yeah, you just got to get through it. Just, you got to deal with it. You know, just build back up, you know, yeah. do what you got to do is what he said. He basically told me, Hey, you know, shit happens, you know, deal with it, fix it, do whatever you got to do. Yeah. And yeah, I know I got absolutely faded that night. Um, I go into work in the morning. They schedule me for the morning. I'm like, oh fuck! I'm like, after a concert, House shit. of Blues, House of Blues sells only they only sell 24 ounce cans of beer. That's the only beer they have is 24 ounce cans. Yeah, and so I had about three of those. So that's right. like six six drinks equivalent. I was always more of a lightweight. My brain waves told oh, me, okay. oh, you couldn't really drink a lot without getting affected. Say, that's that's my warm up. Okay. Yeah, so I was absolutely wasted. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like there at the concert in the mosh pits and everything like that. And I wake up, it's like I had worked a ten AM shift. And I'm like, what the fuck happened last night? <laughs> no I have shit, a right? massive headache. I'm like, oh my god, I have to go into work. Yeah. I almost missed my shift actually. Now was that the the turning point for you? You were like, Okay, I gotta stop. Uh, no, it was actually just like during pandemic, really. Um, this is drinking and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, at parties at my, um, grandparents' house or my aunt was having a, like a, just a regular house party and stuff like that. I would get, I would only drink to get drunk really. And that's, yeah. I didn't see it as a problem until it actually became a problem. Right. So I couldn't really tell you what the turning point was because I don't remember it. <laughs> Oh, I hear you. Well, yeah. You just know that, hey, this got out of hand. Yeah, and it's like, some changes and it was then, like, what, Halloween? Did, what did you, uh, did you go to an AA meeting, like, right away or something? Um, so, my friends told me, hey, you need to go to an AA meeting. I'm like, fuck you, no, I don't want to go to an AA meeting, you know, like, <laughs> whatever. I'm like, no, I told them, no, don't tell me how to live my life. They're typical, like, I was fighting them and stuff sure. for a little bit. Yeah. And then it's like, Halloween 20, 
21, I think it was, or not, yeah, whatever it was, right? Mm. Um, I blacked out drunk at a party. <laughs> yeah. I find videos of me drunk dancing and dropping shit and just joyriding. I'm like, oh my god. And then, I'm like, I almost puke. I almost die, basically. I'm like, I only remember parts of the night. And I'm yeah. like, uh, you know. Time to, and then time it's to like, change. Well, no, it wasn't even that. I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm never going to drink again. And then next day, I do it again, you know? Right. Yeah. And then it's like, I was at bike nights. I would always buy myself a six pack of beer or it was on Thursdays. Like at the one shop I go to, they didn't care if you had alcohol or weed on you. So like, whatever. Right. Yeah. So I would always buy myself either a flask bottle of crown apple. So like a $10 bottle of crown or like a six pack of beer. And I would just pound that shit. Just be drunk the whole time. And then my buddy was like, hey, dude, you were embarrassing yourself in front of everybody last night. I'm like, no, I wasn't. Fuck you. He's like, yeah, you were. (laughs) And I'm like, one day I'm like, you know what? I don't care. And then I decided not to drink for six days. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. I decided, it just like, I just didn't drink for six days. I'm going to go to an A meeting. I'm going to see what it is. Okay. And so the rest is history. Six months sober. Dude, that's cool. Now, when you went to your first A meeting, did you did you kind of feel like, hey, this is where I belong. This is where I fit in. I was kind of nervous. I was fi- yeah. I was because I drank and smoked weed to really just have social anxiety and stuff like that. I just didn't sure. know if people were going to judge me or anything like that. And just mm. being drunk or being high really was like, you know, I didn't have to worry if people were going to judge me. I was it more helped, social yeah. that way. Yeah. Uh huh. I didn't really, really talk to people if I was gotcha. sober. I had to be liquored up or stoned out. Yep. And, and now you're, when did you hit six months? Ah, uh, that was like, what, a couple of weeks ago, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, so pretty oh, yeah, recently. Yeah. It's yeah, actually, yeah. actually, the day I hit six months was actually on my Instagram. Um, let's see. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's the latest post, actually. Latest post. That was, um, yeah, February 17th. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I see. I see it. You know, when I first started scrolling through your Instagram, I thought this was, you know, I didn't click on it, and I was on my phone, so it was smaller. I thought it was a a patch. No, 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 no. It's it's actually um, one of the, (laughs) like a Milsom event, yeah. No, it's a six-month coin. It's my six-month coin. Nice, dude. And now now you're rocking it. Uh, yeah, I quit. I quit nicotine as a whole too. I'm like, what's stopping me? You know, right? Yeah, once you quit one thing, you're like, hell, I can do this. I'm know. five days clean off the nicotine. I just forgot my shit one day. Um, I pat my jeans at work. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I forgot my pouches. Right? Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We're quitting. We're quitting today. Yeah. <laughs> and so, nice. Five days now. Okay. Hell yeah, dude. Now you put uh you put most of your time into uh, airsoft now instead of yeah airsoft paintball photography if I have to you know um now you so you still play both right yes yes but um I'm gonna play airsoft a lot more because the park is very expensive for paintball for a day of speedball yeah I mean I have my magazine fed markers but I really only shoot those if I really want to really save paint or save money, but want to paintball at the same time. Otherwise I'm using a speedball marker, an electronic marker Yeah. for a day of speedball, because I play the, the airball field. 
indoors. It's $130 because I'm not on a sponsored team right now. It's $130 for the day. Wait, what? Yep. Mm -hmm. Why? They're just expensive. They're just the most expensive in the area. It's like... So... It's just mostly paint costs. It's mostly paint costs is the problem. So you have to buy paint at the field, right? Yes, it's their field paint only. Mm -hmm. BBs, I pay $30 for entry. I buy my own BBs. I bring them. It doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. (laughs) They're biodegradable. They're literally... Yeah. It's got HPA 3-2s. Yeah. Biodegradable. They're easy, man. Like, uh, when I played paintball, so you know... Do you know why? You probably do, but uh, why... They started fields started requiring you to you couldn't bring your own paint. It's insurance. It's insurance. No, because no? people were freezing it. Oh, okay. So okay. back in the in the mid nineties when I played, I played for like six years, and in that time we started hearing, and this is before social media, the internet was coming out and all that stuff. People right. were you know mm-hmm. emailing and stuff. Yeah, it's and, when uh, we still had autocockers and JT Proflexes were the only mask out there and everything like that. Yeah. Yes. I know what yeah, all. Yeah. We didn't have special masks. It was, I mean, they no, were, it's just they were the good. They worked. Just the goggles. They worked. Yeah. They had the, the little thing. I definitely wore a face protection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Proflexes, actually. Mine's actually. Yeah. It was like a real thin, kind of like them. neoprene, kind of rubbery yeah, thing it's like on a, the sides. Yeah, it's a rubbery. Yeah, that's why I have. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can't but see then the, you know, the yeah, goggles. And, uh. But towards the last couple of years, um, guys were talking like, hey, man, if we do, if we go to this field, we can't bring our own paint. And I said, what the fuck? Why? And because uh, we could always do that before. And they're like, yeah, oh, because BYO, yeah. people were um, people started freezing their like keeping them in the cooler to right. make them, mm-hmm. you know, harder so that they fly straighter. And I'm like, fuck. Can you imagine getting hit by, uh, you know, we had to set ours. I think it was 300 FPS. Yeah, it's 280. It's 280. Yeah, it's 280. Uh, There's one field in the area. Um, It's like an hour away. It's um, it's in Crete, Illinois. It's called Baylands. They're the only field that's 300. Everywhere else is 280. Yeah, because they host um, they host uh, team practices and stuff like that. They host some local tournaments there, and tournament rules is 300 feet per second. So they're 300 all around, even open play. Yeah. I can't imagine getting hit by a 300 FPS paintball. Oh, it's that not is that like bad. Hardened. Like, um, like it's just, they, yeah, it's the bounces. They hurt more. That's basically the same. It's a bounce, is what they're called. So it doesn't break. It just bounces off of you. Right. Um. But man, can you imagine if they were uh, frozen? Well, maybe not frozen, but like cold, like super cold. So here's the that deal. So paintball explosion has two different grades of paint. So they have a winter grade. Well, they have three. They have one for team practices. Then they have a regular outdoor paint. Then they have a winter outdoor paint. Yeah. So the winter outdoor paint, when it gets above 40 degrees, it just hardens up. You can't use that when it gets nice out. They won't allow you. They have to buy the green shell. So the red shell is a winter paint. So above 40 degrees, that will harden up. It will not break. It feels like rocks. It feels like rocks. But if you play with it in 40 degrees in the middle of dead winter with snow on the ground and ice, it will break and it will feel fine. Huh. Same goes for the summer paint. If you use the summer paint in the winter, it hardens up and it feels like rocks. Because it's not made for the current condition. Right. Yeah, it gets cold. I get shot with a BB at 350 feet a second. It doesn't feel like anything. That's a nice thing. (laughs) It's a little sting at most, and it's like I can play with the same grade BBs all year round. It will feel the same. Yeah, 
getting shot with like five, like 50 of them will feel the same no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I always talk with people about uh, the people that played paintball right? Mm-hmm. in the past and play airsoft. I'm like, which one hurts worse? Oh, paintballs hurt worse, especially if they bounce. <laughs> For sure. Always. Yeah, I hate it's when heavier, it bounces. heavier, man. Oh, when it bounces, it's not just sucky for the person who gets hit. It's sucky for the person who shoots at the person who's getting hit because it doesn't count. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it doesn't work on them. Exactly. And there have been times where the guy's pre-firing, he's bunkering me. I just go, and all of them shoot him, but they don't break on him at all. None of them broke. Oh, God. And I look down, and I'm covered in paint. I'm like, oh, shit. Now, would you say uh, you have a lot of experience in paintball? So, mm-hmm. would you say, and now in airsoft? Yeah. Do you think that there's a a big issue or as big of an issue in paintball with not calling your hits as there is in airsoft? So, so far in airsoft, I've only had one person who's really cheated. Everybody yeah. else has been going through the honor system and calling their hits and stuff like that. Everybody oh, does good. it. That's so, good. only one person I dealt with. Um, mostly the thing with paintball cheating wise is wiping. Mm. So they get shot, wipe it off. Yeah. Or they'll rub against the bunker, you know, and say, uh-huh. oh, it's just rub, you know? Yeah. Even though I just lit them up with like 50 paintballs. <laughs> <laughs> Most people go out, but some yeah. people are troopers and they'll just wipe it or try to wipe it. But then they get caught because the rest are on the side looking. <laughs> right. When we, um, when we played, uh, like the, you know, this common phrase of, you know, make sure you call your hits. That was never mm-hmm. a thing. No. I never heard that in paintball. Not once. Ever. No. No one mm-hmm. ever said that. Um, now, did it happen? Yeah, it happened. But not enough to where it was, hey, guys, remember, before we start this game, make sure you call your hits. Like, no one ever said that. And no, so it's common sense. People, yeah. Yeah, when I'm talking with people on, on Airsoft, when I started this thing, and they're like, you know, not calling her hits. Not calling it. Make sure you call your hits. I'm like, that's all I'm hearing, bro. What the fuck? Right? Man? Yeah. No, it's because so shit. many, so many people just don't know common sense these days. So no, okay, it hits and it breaks on me, or oh, I got hit, or yeah. the BB in this case. Oh, I got hit. Let me call my hit. Yeah. yeah it's that's a, wild. People don't. People just don't listen, or they just say they're so bad to the point where they think they they want to make themselves look good. And if you shoot them, they don't go out because they're just yeah. that terrible and they don't want to play by the rules. Yeah. Luckily, I remember, that's not, like you said, that's not the majority. The majority are, no, are on the honest. Everybody, they're honest yeah. They're, yeah. Right. That's There's good. one guy who was cheating last There's time I played one Airsoft. Fucking guy. There's always that one, one guy. fucking guy. <laughs> and I overhear, we're in staging. I overhear him. And some people like overhearing what he's saying. He's like, Oh, I just don't care. So you just don't care. How about I take my high cap and just blast you 50 times in the face? Or take my SSG-1 or Mike's Polar Star and just rope you with 30 rounds a second from five feet away and tell me if you care now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't – I'm all for being a good player. I'm not toxic. I don't burp people with Polar Stars or nothing like that because, yeah. one, it's a waste of it's a waste of BBs. Yeah, it's unnecessary. Right, I just read. That's what Deadshot's teaching me. Though I only shoot semi. It's a it's a skilled man's game in semi-auto. Uh-huh. So and it's true. It's like semi-auto can be just as fun as full auto if you're actually accurate. Bro, like, you have gotta you be, seen it, the um, you know, speaking of that, like the skill thing and and trying to up your skill in uh, indoor play. 
or Speedsoft mm-hmm. is uh, BQB. Yeah, the indoor snipers. I think that's what they're called. Mini I've never snipers. seen those. No, I've never yeah. seen those. Oh, damn, who was I talking to? Somebody uh, was talking about it. How um, somebody that's uh, that's that's really good. I think on a on a speedball or a speedsoft team, and um, they said, uh, "Yeah, I saw this video where they were they wanted to get better, and they wanted to challenge themselves. So they went to a sniper, and they got this really short sniper. I can't remember which one it was. Well, now it's becoming a thing for indoor. Mm-hmm. So there, uh, there's there, you can buy these uh, small, you know, short little stubby snipers for indoor play, and it's bolt action." Yeah, I've seen I've seen the small I've seen the cell snipers before, but yeah, I never really thought they were more practical because no, it's for if somebody wants to up their skill. Like, okay. I want to test my skill. Like, how <laughs> fast can I, you know, do this and and be accurate right. and that kind of shit. So, right, that's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, that's actually I've seen. I watch some of Wags videos and stuff like that. I see. I watch his uh, mystery unboxings and stuff like that. Just yeah. in my free time, I'll just. Type in um thousand dollar mystery or thousand dollar airsoft mystery box. I'll either watch C seven Viper or I'll watch Waggertainment. Yeah. And I'll just see what they got. And he's unboxed a few of those uh short snipers before. Okay. And they actually have a very good FPS rating. They're like what, four hundred still? Yeah. And still pretty they're still pretty good on the chrono. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. that's neat. Are they yeah. gonna go as far? That's my only question. Are they gonna go as far? Are those meant for only indoor? Like CQB, like what is it for? I think that's really what it's geared for. I'm sure. Yeah, because my um, my first Polar Star, which I botched the build actually, so I didn't do it right, was actually a VFC Avalon Saber CQB mm. in AEG mode. Before I put the Polar Star into it, I was still lobbing people's heads like across the field with the CQB length rifle. I'm like, yeah, I don't like the whole long like long thing. You know, I like the nice little shorter stuff. Yeah. You know, it's just, even I'm a big guy, I don't like that whole long having to extend my arm out and stuff like that because I can't snap or I can't uh-huh. maneuver myself or hide behind stuff without everything sticking out. Right. So I prefer more of a, like, a pistol or, like, a CQB, maybe even a PDW, really. Oh, yeah. Just because of the size. The, um, the G&G, what the fuck is it now? Oh, my God. SSG-1? Oh, the ARP-9. Oh, no, I want to try the ARP-9. Yeah, you might like it if you like those small, the smaller ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I have the I have the SSG one, so it's basically like a, just a an, an ARP five five six or whatever, or yeah. an AR five five six. It's basically that with like the drop stock with the articulating and like a a paintball style barrel, and that's okay. I play. I don't play speed soft style. I play more like mill simmy. You know, just mm. I I like lobbing with the rifle. I like getting up or. With a pistol, I like getting up and close because I have no minimum engagement distance. I don't have to bang kill people with yeah. a pistol. But with the rifle, I have to. But So I'll use the rifle on longer distance fields, so like Vietnam or like parking lot fields. I'll oh, use yeah. the rifle because I don't have to go up. I don't have to go up right. in people's face if I don't want to. You know, On the semi-auto fields only, I like using my pistol. Because not only yeah. do I not have full auto, I can get up in people's faces if I really want to. <laughs> right. Yeah. There there were times when I played last where I was up in that guy's face who's cheating and he still tried shooting me and stuff like that. You know, I'm like, no, I'm just gonna call it. I'm gonna be the better person. I'm not gonna sit there and fight with some random, you know. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna be the better man, you know, I'm not gonna make this sport look bad, you know, I'm not gonna be one of those guys. Well it's uh, 
it's such a yeah when somebody is really blatant about it i mean your choices are you keep shooting them or right. or just leave the situation right because and it's like with the pistol i'll be able i'll go i'll run i'll I'll cut. I'll cut the pie and stuff like that. I'll see. I'll go. And then the guy who went still shooting at me. I'll just get back. I'll play the same game up to a point. Like he'll hit me. I'll. I won't call it. I'll go out and still shoot him. I'll play the game. But it's like if I get hit second time, I'll just be like, you know what? Whatever. I'm calling it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. If I'm getting, if I shot someone and they shoot back and they're not calling their hits, I'm not going to call my hits back if I'm in a one-on-one gunfight with them. If there's other people there, I'm going I'm to call my hit, you know? Right. But if it's a one-on-one situation, I'm just going to keep playing, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Oh, yeah, man. Have you heard just, of the, um, the NSL tournaments? Uh, yeah, I've heard the NSL tournaments. Um, I haven't gone to watch any of them or tried any of them. You know, I haven't tried. I, we don't have an indoor field over here. Closest one that actually does indoors, Black Ops Bristol. Uh, but in Illinois, we don't have any indoors speed QB or anything like that. So, okay. Yeah, yeah so they, people yeah. who do play that go to like other states and stuff mm. for tournaments. But I know the NSL series. Shot Zone Indy has one. Yeah, how far is that from you? Oh, that's Indiana. That's Indiana. So it's not that far. It's probably like an hour or two, maybe. Oh, that ain't bad. Okay. It's like, it's like across the street, basically. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, that. That look, all the videos I've seen from in there, and people I've talked to from, play there. Yeah, Ruby and all of them. Yeah, I've seen Ruby. Yeah, I've seen Ruby's videos. I've seen Jeremy's videos before, you know. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the HSA guys play over there. Pumba yeah. Mm-hmm. And, well, he's not HSA, but Pumba's over there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been a bunch of people mm-hmm. who go over there, and I've, you know, I've heard a lot about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty first... cool-looking field. Yeah, it's a pretty cool-looking field. I want to try one day. I'm actually going to be playing. I'm going to Florida in March, so I'm going to be playing at CIA. So it'll be my first time actually. Oh shit! Trying speed QB. I know a guy out there. He's gonna. He's willing to travel from Miami to uh, Clearwater, or he, yeah, Miami to Tampa to try Tampa, that. You know. Yeah. You know, and I talked to him on Instagram and stuff like that. Nice. Okay. Yeah. The uh, the podcast came out this morning. The guy was. Um, was he, he was actually at CIA Tampa for the podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, he was talking, he was, um, he's on, uh, obey airsoft. Okay. Team. Okay. And I had a couple other guys on before that, uh, from that same team. And then he had just got done with practice and, uh, he's like, yeah, man, I can jump on while I'm, while I'm at the field. I have good internet, whatever. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, there's, um, the, uh, this weekend, Today's, you know, this is Friday night. Right. Um, tomorrow starts the next or the second NSL tournament. Right. At CIA Tampa. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a cool field. Yeah. No, I looked at videos and stuff like that. I seen a bunch of them, a bunch of uh, photos from there too. Yeah. It seems pretty cool. It's, uh, it seems like it's well lit. So I don't need to tracer or anything like that. I don't need a tracer. Yeah. Even though it might help, it doesn't look like I'll need one. I can just use white BBs. Yeah. Tracer's um, nice, I'm, man, for indoor. Yeah, I have a couple of point. I have a point two five. I just had an empty bottle of point two five bio BBs, and I just put yeah. my tracers in there. Um, I have a tracer unit, but it's like can't use any lasers or flashes or anything at the field or anything like that where I go oh, okay. play at. So no point yeah. in using them right now unless I go to like Bristol or something like that. Right. 
if I just have them just in case, because I have a brighter seat that I put my pistol in a Bifrost, I have a, a rifle. Yeah. So yeah, they, the uh, uh, Blue Mag Airsoft makes the uh, red tracers. Oh yeah. Those are becoming really popular, I, I think, because yeah, they, red uh, tracer units instead of green. Everybody uses green, so right. Well, I guess they're really e- you know they're a lot easier to see. Yeah, yeah. Reds. I think it uh, depends on where you're at. I know red tracer definitely will be able to be seen better uh-huh. in most situations, like an outdoor and stuff like that. You probably see right. them, but yeah. Um, so for for milsim stuff, what do you? Uh, what have you been to any like big bigger mill sims or three day mill sims? No, um, no, I haven't. I just really got into started getting into airsoft recently, so I've been doing a lot more right. open play and stuff like that. Right. Um, I don't even do any uh, multi day big games for paintball. I just do one day events really. Yeah. And if I'm doing, I did one two day event. It was called Mad Max, and it was when I was with a pistol only team called Assassin Alliance, which the guy who owns it's a piece of shit. Um, so. <laughs> he's uh he's not a good person but really? um no he's not he lost about 80 90 people because of how he acts oh shit yeah a lot of his high ranking like angels and guardians and stuff like that all gone is away this is a this is a paintball team yes yeah so oh, wow i did one event it was two days it was over at blast camp indiana it was called mad max but i didn't sleep i didn't camp overnight or anything i just uh went back home Oh, gotcha. Because it's in Indiana as well. Like I said, it's only about an hour yeah, and sure. 10 minutes away from me. Mm-hmm. So we were able to just drive home. Yeah. You know, and just come back the next day. But yeah, no, it was uh, the well, first was that, day. Was that fun? Was it fun? It was, I almost passed out day one because of how hot it was. I was hydrating like crazy and I still felt like I was going to pass out. It was like 93 with a heat index of almost um, like. 10, right? Yeah. Heat in- UV index of 10 and the humidity was like 99%. Woo! Yeah, Damn, so it was, bro. it was, I, no matter what I was doing, Gatorade, water. Oh, yeah. I was about to pass out, so I didn't uh-huh. really play much the first day, but second day, it was 80 with a UV index of 7 and a humidity of 70, and it felt like a 70 degree day. I'm like, oh, this is much oh, better to play it. Way better, yeah. Way better. Mm-hmm. Then I started having knee issues. I know I'll Assassin Alliance, since they're a pistol team only, they're really up in your face. Oh, gotcha. And not, well, they don't long ball with it or anything like that. So uh-huh. they're up in your face. So I ended up leaving for medical reasons. My knee was shot. Yeah. Because I tried bunkering a guy halfway across field, right, or at the opposite end of the field, and mm. some rental decided to pop out and shoot me, even though I snapped him in the face, basically. And he just <laughs> wouldn't call out. So I basically, because I had to make a quick turn, my left knee just went out. And I just oh, fell on shit. the floor. Right. And my pistol went that way, scraped all over the cross field with gravel. My my mask got scratched up. Lens was Jesus. okay, thank the Lord. But I was on the ground, and this motherfucker was still like, as I was on the ground. And this guy's my age, but at the time, it was all about being the better person, not starting anything, because I was on the team, right? So I can't start anything. And so this guy was about my age. I could have limped over there and clocked him one right in the face if I wanted to, but I decided not to. <laughs> you know, I'm better than that. Yeah. No, I didn't see pistol, him. I didn't see him the rest only. of the day. Yeah, it was a yeah, they so, have paintball pistols. They're called the Tip X or the FSC. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't like the Tip X. It doesn't shoot well. It's very limited. Is it um, legit like a pistol size? Yeah, it's a pistol. Yeah, it's like a, really? it's, it's the size of a Desert Eagle in terms of how big it is. What? You know? 
Yeah, it's okay. like the gri- it looks like a mix between a Desert Eagle, Glock, and a USP forty five. Gotcha. And it shoots paintballs. You can shoot first strike rounds in it if you have the modification. Which this is a first strike round right here. That's a shaped that? paintball. It's a shaped paintball. Is what it is. So. Oh shit! I've heard of those, but I've never seen one. Mm-hmm. Yep, I have a whole collection of them because I use those in uh the magfed. They're fun. I get similar performance out of B- I get similar performance out of BBs for way less money, so I prefer right. shooting airsoft. Well, sure. Like, how much are those rounds? Those things so, are expensive. These are about thirty six cents a round, thirty eight cents a round. So, like real ammo. So, a box of three hundred first strikes will run you about one hundred twenty bucks. Woo! Damn. Mm-hmm. They used to be a hundred bucks for three hundred, but yeah, prices have gone up. Jesus. But yeah, they're fun. They just take no skill. That's the only problem. They take no skill. You just point, shoot, and it'll go where you point it. Well, so they're fun to use in magfit only games where everybody else is using them. That's the way they a make gun a, is supposed they, to work. Yeah, and they make a cool <laughs> whistling sound. They make a cool whistling sound, but in paintball, in paintball, round ball takes more skill because round ball is really unpredictable. It goes left, right, or well, just like BBs, they're unpredictable and stuff like that. Yeah, right. So that's the whole fun in shooting round ball over first strikes mm. or BBs over shape pellets. You know. Yeah, it's the whole fun is you have to learn to adjust and everything it takes more skill it's like a musket ball versus a bullet you know yeah right yeah but it's like it gets boring it's like yeah first strikes are cool you know shape rounds are cool they go where i want them they make a hissing noise as they pass through if you miss someone they make people duck and hide for cover and it's fun getting the laughs out but in the rather end of the day skill over everything you know right i rather have i rather have the more terrible time trying to figure out where my round, uh, where my musket balls are going to go, or BBs and paintballs. You know? the trigger and see where they're all going. Yeah, and it's like, I'd rather see, okay, I need to go left, or I need to go right, or I need to go right. up, or down, or whatever, you know? Uh-huh. Oh, it's funny. So it's just yeah, more fun. Cool, man. It's so more fun. <laughs> how many How many of those, uh, those kind of shaped rounds fit into a mag? Um, so for paintball, so it depends if you have the T15, you can get a 10 round of 20 round or a 30 round mag. Mm. But for my markers, um, 20, 20, 20. 20. Yeah. Damn. I mean, that's like real steel, bro. That's like, mm-hmm. you better count your shots and not. Run you out. do. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. That's why I like that's why I'm really interested in the whole gas blowback like Vietnam style M sixteen. I watched a one guy he had one and it only holds twenty BBs per mag. Yep. So I saw him playing this, conserving his ammo, not even emptying his whole mag before he's reloading. I'm like, huh. He's doing the damn thing. He's doing yeah. the damn thing. Yeah. And he's he's reloading when half his mag is empty and stuff like that, saving it, you know. Because he only has twenty BBs per mag. Yeah. That's pretty cool to see. He had the whole uh, Vietnam War get up and everything like that too, as well. He's over yeah. in a different country, so I think it was um, I think it was Belgium actually. Oh, okay. So they have all the cool airsoft shit in the EU. They do. Oh yeah, they do. They have all the cool shit. I know. I saw the video where Novrich basically turned a paintball gun into an airsoft gun, basically, and he had a whole <laughs> hopper full of BBs, and he had. He flew out a, a pro paintballer to play, and he was just going, just smacking everybody. It was like, 
Kind of looks like me if I were to be sponsored by Novrich or something like that. Oh shit. It kind of be that looks like me. Like I would get something like that just for the hell of it and bring it to an open play game to see what people with reactions would be. Well, when I first started uh talking to people, I was I would always ask him like I was always confused why when they switched, you know, when I when I saw Airsoft, like why didn't Paintball was already around. Paintball was already a thing. Yeah. Paintball was mm-hmm. already like we already had this system in place that's air propelled system, right? Like right. uh why why are you changing it? All you gotta do is change what is shooting out of it. Like just right. keep the mm-hmm. same kind of like why didn't they just port that over? And yeah, it's um, the same game, you know. I mean it has yeah. to be separate, obviously, because it's not paintball. You don't want pellets obviously being shot at you while you're trying to play a paintball game. But yeah. You know, it's right. similar. But I mean like why it's didn't more... they just because the AEGs were like so complicated and breaking yeah. and mm-hmm. people have problems with their fucking bucking and their gears and their I'm like, what why did they make what happened? Like why don't they just make the, the paintball gun into an airsoft gun? Like I don't get it. But that's uh, where you, that's where Monk Customs and Polar Star or Wolverine come in, you know. Yeah, right. Um it's all those guys like I seen I seen Jeremy's uh tournament build. It feels like a paintball marker. It looks and feels like one. He has that ESG grip with the tank in it. Uh-huh. I'm like this is something I would do. But the way I'm gonna build my SSG because I want to build that into a tournament monster. I'll get air tag parts, but I'm not gonna put an ESG into it. Mm. I'll just run a line, you know, I'll just run the line. And gotcha. I'll just have the drop stuck, you know. Because okay. I've seen the videos on installing the ESG. You have to have the seven and a half inch uh, wiring harness. You have to finagle stuff. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I already do that mm-hmm. with my paintball guns. I already finagle yeah, stuff. Sure. I don't want to do that. I'll just keep the 18 inch uh, wiring harness and I'll just keep the drop stock on my SSG one. Yeah. Put an F2 or something in it, you know, or a fusion engine so I don't have to mm-hmm. get the, the gearbox. I'll just build it around that, really. Oh, yeah. Damn, dude, that's cool. So you're putting, uh, so now you're you're. Are you putting more time into airsoft now than you are? Yeah, I played I played paintball. I played paintball last week, but it's like I spent so much money. It's like not even fun at that point. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, paintball is cool. I get to spam the trigger. I get to play speedball, you know, or I get to play magfed. But it's like. I'm really paying $78 for two bags of 500. Are you kidding me? I pay wow. 78 bucks for a whole box of paint at Badlands or whatever other park. Yeah. And it's like, why am I paying 78 for two bags? Huh? I, I get literally this one bottle of BBs cost me 30 bucks. Yep. It's 3000 in there. And I, <laughs> I know, bring dude. them, I bring them to PBX to airsoft. And I only pay the entry fee. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no shit. Now, do you have uh, so what? What are your plans for your airsoft guns? You said you're going to build a so, tournament style. I mean, it's tournament style, yeah, but it's going to be a little different. I'm not going to get an ESG. I'm just going to keep the, right. the drop stock and this mm-hmm. stock pistol grip. You know. Now, is there a, the, is there a gun uh, airsoft gun that you would like to have that you don't have yet? Um. So. I have the SSG one. I had a VFC Avalon. The one I really want. Um. Adam. The Atom. What's that? That's the Atom is a European marker. It looks like an it looks like a ESG build. Yeah. Uh but it comes like um it's um it's a speed soft gun. It's a speed it's a tournament marker. Um is that the one that um The Atom, yeah. 
Oh, I've, it's um, I forgot who makes it. Um, let me look it up real quick. Yeah, I'm Adam Airsoft Gun. It's a air. It's the um. Let's see. It's the um. Protec. Protec. Okay. Airtech sells the the Protec. Adam, they have the Gen Three on pre-order right now. Is that it right there? Okay, so I mean, it looks like a pistol with yeah, yeah, a longer has, barrel. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm looking at it on my phone right now, but I have it typed in. It's basically it looks like an SSG one with the yep. ESG on it. That's all it looks like, really. Right. Yep. That's yep. That's the one. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to get that. Really, that's the one I'd really get. That I don't have right now. Yeah. You do have to put the Polar Star in it. You do have to finagle wires through it, but. I think there's a spot already on the Gen 3 where you have a window that shows your FCU. Kind of like on a paintball mark where the right. LCD screen shows your setting. You have that with the ProTech Atom. Mm-hmm. And I can see that if I really want to. And that's the nice thing about it. Yeah, it's such a cool-looking uh, basic setup. Mm-hmm. And it's and like it's way lighter. expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive sure. too. It's like eight hundred dollars sure. without the F two, twelve hundred if you get the F two with it. Really? Mm-hmm. And they come in a nice case, like a paintball marker too. So Yeah, man. When I got yeah, when uh, I first was looking at Airsoft, when I was first looking at Airsoft when I was only playing paintball, I'm like, Oh, is there anything like a paintball gun out there? Right. Like it would be so cool if they had something. And then lo and behold, I see one. <laughs> I get the one guy from France following me. He's on Alpha Team France. Um, his name is Zeke, right? And he had, he has a uh, Adam, and he has a ESG build or Eurotactics build and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and he's playing on the airball field just like in paintball. I'm like, oh, that's what the hell? I didn't know that there was this part of airsoft out there. Right. It looks like they're playing paintball, but they're playing with magazine fed. Air like BB guns and so like airsoft mm-hmm. guns, you know. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Maybe I should try it. But then I look at the price of that. I'm like, ah, oh, no, thank you. I'll just stick with paintball. And just <laughs> <laughs> that's back before I got into airsoft. I'm like, oh man, that's a lot, <laughs> right? But now that I think about it, that's most new paintball markers around the five hundred to a thousand dollar range these days. Damn. So eight hundred dollars is not that bad. You know? Dude, my, let me tell you something. The first time I ever played airsoft, or not airsoft, uh, paintball, mm-hmm. uh, buddies from work were like, hey, you got to try this out. This is a cool thing, whatever we're doing. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. So uh, I didn't have a gun, didn't know where to get one. I stopped on the way to go to the guy's house. Right. We played in you know, his grandparents' uh, 11 acres of woods or whatever. Right. And um, on the way there, I can't remember what store I stopped at. It might have been a Walmart type of store, whatever. Mm-hmm. Went in there. Like uh, a big box store, basically. A big yeah, it was a big store. box store. And I picked up the cheapest one I could get. And I was like, oh, well, it'll be fine. Picked up whatever I need. I needed to get everything. I had to right. buy a tank, a little thing, you know, whatever. Actually, this one didn't have a tank. It had CO2. CO2, yep. Mm-hmm. CO2 cartridges. So I bought the box of that. Bought the gun. So I, I get to the field. You know, I get to the guy's house and there's like 15 of us from work and um it's still in the plastic so i pull it open these guys are laughing they're like bro that's a pump i was like so what's the big deal 
They're like, you have to pump it every time you want to shoot a, a paintball. I'm like, okay. So I'm thinking it's going to be easy. Like just you know, no, like pump is difficult. I played pump Bro, before. It, was it like is the, not it fun. Looked kind of, it looked kind of like that gun we just looked up. Okay. But with a pump um, hand on it. With yeah, a pump sure. Handle. But it had a, yeah, it had a foregrip on it and it was all flimsy as shit. Cause this thing was cheap as fuck. Right. Flimsy as hell. So I go to pump. It doesn't like, you know, it's a brass Eagle pistol. I know which one you're talking about. The brass <laughs> Eagle pistol. Bad. Yep. Yeah, so I know what bad. you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I'm breaking balls inside there because I don't pump it right, you know, like all the way or some shit. I'm like, Jesus, bro. But um, that was my first time playing. Then I finally I got a uh, Tipman 98, and um, those things are bulletproof, dude. Fucking. There was one. Sur- one survived the fire. Actually, not gonna lie. So there was a '98 <laughs> custom in a house that caught on fire, and they found this paintball gun unscathed in no a way. fucking fire. Yeah. Holy shit. It was just literally some just some burn marks on the metal. That's it. It was just wipe it off. I still have um whatchamacallit shit. My I have my old school mask. You probably recognize it. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's check it out. There it yep. is. There you go. AT Pro Flex, yep. That's just what I had. Mine was uh, black yep. and green. Mine was black and green. Yep. Mine is the whole I that's a two hundred and fifty dollar build right there. They're so worth so much money now, dude. Jesus. What Yeah, look I literally got appraisal for that guy. That was um I'm like, how how much do you appraise for my blue cream sickle build? And they're like, Oh, hundred and seventy five to two hundred if you sell it together. But you can get more if you part it out. And Damn. the guy gave me the breakdown. So my bottoms, just the skirt alone, the orange and white skirt, is going yeah. for one fifty if I part <laughs> out. I'm like that's like, yeah. I got a whole bunch of parts on there. I got IZ parts. I got key parts. I got everything on oh, there. It's that's all crazy. Okay. No new parts in that, and original foam on the mask too, on the frames. Original yeah. foam. Yeah. So that's the original crazy. foam that came with the goggle is mm-hmm. still on there. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. I gotta check in one of these closets, um, or in the shed. I think we have. My son got a uh, when he got in the paintball. He got a spider. Oh, Spider, uh, Spider Extra or Spider Victor, Phoenix. Um, um, damn, I don't know, dude. Electronic or was it just mechanical? Mechanical. Okay, it's probably an extra or a Victor. Uh, a it Victor, was early on. Like that. It, this was yeah, um, this was sixteen years ago. Uh, probably an uh, probably an extra. Probably an extra. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I still have my tip in '98. And then we were—we actually, when we moved here to to uh, South Carolina, we actually looked for a place where we could go play paintball. Right. We never ended up finding one, and uh, we never went and played. So I'm sure there's paintball places around here. I haven't looked right since then, but, somewhere. You know, it's because uh, most uh, most parks host airsoft as well as paintball. So you got to find right. paintball and airsoft. Yeah, so. there's like Battle Cats. There's um, okay. there's a, there's a handful of fields fields around here that uh, these guys have gone to when they started airsofting. I'm sure they do, you know, paintballs mm-hmm. close by or something, yeah. right? But yeah, we had those. We we probably still have them somewhere in a case. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yep, that's funny. Hell yeah, dude. So uh, are you? So when's the next time you're playing? Oh, I'm playing this weekend actually on Sunday. That's why I went oh, to the. That's why I went to Mirror and I got my BBs and extra battery and stuff like that. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good deal. Well, 
dude, it's been great meeting you, man. I'm yeah, really absolutely. glad uh, we got to talk. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Well, tell everybody where they can find you online and find uh, your, your Insta- Instagram. Picks. Yeah, it's on Instagram uh, at carbon underscore compound. You know, that's that's where it is. That's where you see all the saucy photos, all the airsoft photos that are taken of me by um, the local photographer at the park. Um, nice. See my photography on there, you know. For sure. Occasionally, my journeys into sobriety that I don't really post that type of stuff, but I had to, you know, I had to really. Like, hey, oh. this is actually something I struggled with, you know? Yeah, man, of course. Yeah, no, I mean, it, you know, people, I know people say, like, if you have an Instagram for Airsoft, just have it for, you know, Airsoft. I know, I do it for, it for all of it. I have a mix of stuff, and that's why I'm at, like, almost 5K right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fine. You got, you know, a lot of different cool stuff going on with the... Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to just be Airsoft stuff, you know. No, it can be paintball, Airsoft... Yeah bikes whatever it is right whatever you're into man well that's cool well listen brother i appreciate you man yeah and uh you have a good weekend i will thank you all right see ya 